We're going to read verses 1 through 6, and then we'll pick up at verse 17 through 24. Judges 1 through 6 and 17 through 24. If that's not too much reading for y'all, then I want you to read with me. All right? You have that? Everybody have Judges 13? Yes, sir. Here's a a new, New Year's resolution for everybody. Get a Bible. Get a physical Bible. Just think of something special about a physical Bible. Yes, sir. This, these little tablets and phones and all that kind of stuff is nice, but a physical Bible, just something about it. Yes, sir. Call me old school, but I just think there's power in a paper. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can put your nose in it. Yes. Amen. Okay, let's look at Judges 13, 1 through 6 together. Ready, read. Again, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years. Now there was a certain man from Zorah of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no children. And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed, now you are barren and have borne no children, but you shall conceive and bear a son. Now therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink and not to eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. So the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God, very awesome. But I did not ask him where he was from, and he did not tell me, his name. Verse 17, we'll pick up there through verse 24. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got it? Okay, let's continue reading. Ready, go. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, what is your name that when your words come to pass, we may honor you? And the angel of the Lord said to him, why do you ask my name seeing it is wonderful? So Manoah took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it upon the rock to the Lord. And he did a wondrous thing while Manoah and his wife looked on. It happened as the flame went up toward heaven from the altar, the angel of the Lord ascended in the flame of the altar. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell on their faces to the ground. When the angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah and his wife, then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. And Manoah said to his wife, We shall surely die because we have seen God. But his wife said to him, if the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering from our hands, nor would he have shown us all these things, nor would he have told us such things as these at this time. So the woman bore a son and called his name Samson, and the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. Hallelujah. Verse 19 again says, and he did a wondrous thing while Manoah and his wife looked on. Tonight we're talking on this subject, 2022, a year of wonderful works, a year of wonderful works. Father God, thank you so much tonight for blessing us with this time that we have to spend in your word. Thank you so much for the privilege of hearing and seeing, the privilege of having opening open hearts to receive and understand your word. I pray, dear God, that these your people will hear and understand and receive, grab a hold of this word prophetically. Let them see me not just as a preacher, but as the prophet of God who speaks to them tonight. 
And I pray that the word would burn an image in their hearts of that which you have for us to receive and experience and walk in in this coming year. Bless us now. Let your power and your glory be seen in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. A year of wonderful works. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Now, 2022 has been declared already as the year of the turnaround. So if you know that I didn't say 2022, the year of wonderful works, I said a year, right? Because we're not changing what the theme is, what the prophetic word is for this year, which is the year of the turnaround. Apostle Derber declared that, and we are in a total agreement with that prophetically, that this will be the year of the turnaround. In other words, the major turnarounds. The major things that we need to happen in our lives is going to be happening on this year and beyond. Because whenever these years are announced for, uh, we say, the year of something, it's just talking about when it begins. Are y'all with me? Just, that just talks about when it begins, but it'll, it'll continue until Jesus comes. Everything will begin to turn around in, in tomorrow. <laughs> you know, New Year's is tomorrow. So you can expect tomorrow things to start turning around like that. Do I have anybody here that's have, have faith already in your heart? You can expect things to start turning around in just about four hours. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's why, again, as I mentioned, uh, at the end of, end of January, this, com this coming January, we're going to be fasting 21 days from January 10th through January 30th. We're fasting for a turnaround in our lives. How many of y'all need things turn around in your life? And as we do, we talk about we have various kinds of fasts. There's the, the normal fast or the absolute fast, which is no, nothing to eat, nothing to drink. There's the, the normal fast, which is just uh, water only and no food. There's a Daniel fast. There's uh, various time fasts. You may fast till 3 o'clock or 6 o'clock, whatever fast that your household uh, will agree to. Uh, but, you know, the more turnaround you need, probably the more serious you need to be about your fast. You don't, you don't do a three-hour fast on God and you need something major done in your life. And furthermore, if everything is all right in your life, how about thinking about the city? How about, how about thinking about the state? How about thinking about the nation? How about thinking about the world? How about thinking about people around you? Hallelujah. And fasting for somebody beyond yourself. So we're in agreement on that, all right? So 21 days of fasting for turnaround because this is the year of the turnaround. Now, I, I looked at the word turnaround in the Cambridge Dictionary, and uh, there I want to give you some definitions for a turnaround here. Number one, any change from one thing to its opposite. Any change from one thing to its opposite. So this is the year where things are going to change from one thing to its opposite. <laughs> In other words, things are going to go 180. You know, I hear people say all the time, that man, I had a 360 turnaround. 360, you don't want a 360. 360, you're back where you started. 360 means full circle. You want 180. It means you were facing this way, and now you're facing this way. So we can expect this year that whatever things were headed in the wrong direction, are going to be turned to head in the right direction. 
the opposite direction. You got it? Number two, meaning, is a positive change or improvement. So this will be a year, not just a turnaround, but a positive change. Because the turnaround, you could be facing this way, just turn around this way. Well, nothing's changed. You're just facing a different direction. But, but you want to see a positive change or improvement. So where I, I, was, I was this way, going in the wrong direction, and, and now I'm going in, in this way, and I'm actually moving in a different direction. I'm not turned around, but I'm stuck. I'm, I made a positive change and improvement. Boy, can you say amen? Now, I know ain't nothing much spiritual about this. So y'all not really getting excited, but I get excited just when I read the natural because this is telling me what to expect. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In just over three and a half hours. Hallelujah. Number three definition. A big change that turns a bad situation into a good one. A big change. Can y'all believe God for that? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A big change that turns a bad situation into a good one. Now, God's the one doing this now. I don't need you to figure out how to do it. God's going to do this. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Guys, help, help Miss Laquanda, please. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Everybody just relax. He's good. Hallelujah. That's, that's enough, guys. That's enough. That's enough. Thank you, Lord. Wonderful God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's keep cranking. Let's keep cranking. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. A big change that turns a bad situation into a good one. Hallelujah. The devil's going to try to present bad situations to you. Your enemy will be of no consequence. Did y'all forget that already? That's where we are tonight. Your enemy will be of no consequence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. This is the year of the turnaround. Number four, an occasion when a business plan or system suddenly becomes successful. I don't know if y'all are even here. I'll preach to you, Chris. A big change that turns a bad situation into something good, into a good one, an occasion when a business, a plan, or a system suddenly becomes successful. I wonder if anybody can believe God for your business, for your plan, for whatever system that you set up, you and God, that suddenly becomes 
successful. That means that all this time it's been fledgling. All this, been, all this time you've been just trying to struggle. All this time you've just been trying to make something happen and suddenly becomes successful. I preached a couple years back on something called the tipping point. When you reach a place called, in science they call it critical mass. In business it's called critical mass. When you've done something so long, you've done something so consistently, all of a sudden you hit a point where it just tips over. And I believe 2022 is the year. Oh, y'all gonna make me go home and preach this to my family. 2022 is the year that you're gonna reach a sudden success. Things you have tried and you have failed in. Things you have tried and they've not worked out, but you're gonna hit a point of sudden success where it's gonna blow the roof right off your house. You might as well give God a shout early if you want to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's the year of the turnaround. Thank you, Lord. The man of God prophesied that. We agreed with it. We accept it. The year of the turnaround. Sudden success. Bad situations turn good. Positive change and improvement. That'll work in your marriage. It'll work in your, with your children. Children been giving you a fit for 20 years. Hit third grade, all of a sudden get off the chain. Don't give up on Junior just yet. Just, just, just give him one more year. This year. I said this year. It's all going to turn around. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right, now. I've been teaching on the last two messages around the Christmas theme, It's a Wonderful Life. And I talked about how God is bringing us into a time of wonder for his people. Do y'all remember that? And I want you to look at Psalm. Let's go to Psalm number 40, please. Psalm number 40. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm number 40. Because... This coincides with what God's doing in this time right now. Thank you, Jesus. God's moving on our behalf. I said God is moving on our behalf. God is up to something good. Thank you, Jesus. And it was, I didn't know all this, just talking about wonderful life, but it just coincides with what God is saying. In fact, it's just it's just. To me, almost crazy, but I know it's, it's crazy God. You know, crazy, you know, not calling God crazy. I'm talking about it's crazy, it's God doing this. That we were, my wife and I, before we came here tonight, we were watching one of the, uh, the pastors that we like to watch over in, uh, in London, and he was preaching, and the Lord gave him a word for this year. He went through, started using all the same scriptures about wonderful life and God doing wonders. And he, he even declared 2022 as a year of countless wonders. And I said, I know we're on point. This, I mean, this is, this is, this is a, this, this prophet, I mean, he's a, he's a general prophet. 
It's, I mean, you know what I mean by that? It's not some, not some uh, learning, just trying to get his feet wet properly. When they don't have a little, ba little baby oil on him, he got real oil on him. An anointed prophet of God. Pro prophesies things and they come to pass. All the time. And I just, it just did my heart good to know I was in line. But I hear God too. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, your pastor hears God too. Hallelujah. So in Psalm number 40, Psalm number 40, my Bible, right above Psalm four, verse uh, number 40, entitles this, Faith Persevering in Trial. Faith Persevering in Trial. Now, how many of y'all have ever had trials before? And you know how you made it through? It's because your faith persevered. Your faith kept you going. And if you, if you, I mean, 2021 and 2020, if you lump those two together, it's been some trials. Come on, somebody, say something to me. Has anybody seen any trials in 20 and 21? Have they been unusually rough? Well, I'm telling you, your unusually rough is about to turn into unusually good. Because you didn't quit in your trial, but your faith allows you to persevere in trials. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It was a man of God, I, I heard him say this before. He said, a faith that's never been tried is faith that cannot be trusted. That's worth writing down. Faith that's never been tried is faith that cannot be trusted. At some point, your faith will be tried. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm leery of Christians who they've never been through anything. Or the first time they go through something, they quit. Because if your faith has not been tried, it has not been proven, it cannot be trusted. Hallelujah. The reason y'all came and you sat in these chairs tonight is because those chairs have been through something. You trusted to sit your tail right on that chair because you know somebody else has sat on this chair and has held them up. Time and time again. So when your faith has been tried, it's telling you it can be trusted. If your faith brought you through 2020 and 2021, I'm here to tell you it'll take you through 2022 and 2023 and beyond and take you from unusually rough to unusually good in about three and a half hours. Now watch this. Look at Psalm 40, verse 1. Look at what he says here. It says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me. I waited patiently for the Lord. And what happened when I waited patiently for the Lord? He inclined, leaned up, leaned forward, came my way. Now when did he incline to me? It says he heard my cry. Anybody cried before? He heard my cry, and it says, he also brought me up. Thank you, Lord. He didn't hear my cry and left me there. He heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit. Come on. Out of the miry clay 
and furthermore, set my feet upon a rock. Come on. And established my steps. And has, he has put a new song in my mouth. Somebody say, turn around. Now notice the man talking about he was in the horrible pit. He was in the miry clay. And I know none of y'all have been there where everything's been sinking all around you. But he said, I was in, just, can I just summarize this? I was in a mess. But I waited patiently for the Lord. I didn't try to climb my way out of the mess myself. I didn't try to maneuver and psychologically get my way out. I didn't ask my mom and my daddy to get me out. I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me. Come on. And he heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. Can you see the turnaround there? Then he says, he has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Many will see your turnaround. Oh, y'all better catch it. Many will see what God does for you. Many will see what God does for you in your life this year, and they're going to see it and fear and trust in the Lord. They're going to hear you say, if God can do it for me, he can do it for you. If God can turn my life around, he can turn your life around. Verse 4, blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust and does not respect the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Now watch verse 5. Many, O Lord my God, are your what? Are your what? Wonderful works which you have done. And your thoughts toward us cannot be recounted to you in order. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. So he's saying to us then that those of us who put our trust in the Lord will experience wonderful works. Not trusting the government, not trusting your employer, not trusting in man, not trusting in yourself, not trusting your education, not trusting your own heart, but trusting in the Lord, you will experience in this year wonderful works. Now, again, obviously, that, that doesn't move you all too much because, so let me help, let me remind you from what I shared with you on Sunday, what wonderful means. Because he said we're going to experience wonderful works. This will be a year of wonderful works. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Oh, my. I mean, this is not going to be, you know, I, I, I read this, this something that somebody posted. I don't know who it was, but they posted on St. Pete Times, Timber Bay Times. They said the article was, it was a commentary article. They said they're praying that 2022 will just be a boring, regular, average year. 
That's what he's saying. We should all pray that 2022 is a boring, regular, average year. The gist of what they were saying was because 2020 and 2021 have been so crazy that what we should do is just pray for a boring, average, regular, quiet year. And I said, the devil is a lie. Because just as much noise as the devil has made in 2020 and 2021, God said in 2022, I'm going to make much more noise than he ever made. This is not going to be a boring, average, quiet, regular year. This is going to be a year of God's wonderful works. If you put your trust in him, it's going to be off the chain in 2022. Give God a shout about that right now. So let me remind you then what wonderful means. Somebody shout wonderful. wonderful. And you, I want to remind you, he said that they cannot be numbered. Wonderful means exciting wonder. Exciting wonder. Let, let, me, let me help you with that just grammatically here. When it says exciting wonder, it's not, exciting is not an adjective in this phrase. It's a verb. It means to excite. It's exciting wonder. To stimulate wonder. To stir up wonder. To make you go, wow. This year you're going to say, wow. Three of y'all might get up in the morning and say, wow. Because this year, God's going to excite your wonder. No boring, average, quiet, regular, mundane 2022. Not for you. No, boy, it's going to be exciting. This is going to be the most exciting year on record for you. You're going to be glad you stayed with it and glad of who you stayed with because God's going to do some supernatural things going to make you go, wow! Exciting wonder. Marvelous. Marvelous things. Astonishing. I like astonishing. Unusually good. I like that because there are some things that are usually good, but this is going to be a year of unusually good works. Oh, man. Can I get 16 people just say hallelujah? Unusually good. <laughs> Admirable. You're going to look back on 2022 and just admire. Wow. We'll be here next year. The same time. Say, wow. In other words, you might as well get a good picture of yourself right now. See how you look right now. And know next year, this time, you ain't going to look the same. Oh, you might have the same hairstyle, the same size, whatever, but I mean, you, your life is not going to look the same next year this time. Not if you trust God. Because it's going to be unusually good 
in your life. Oh God, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Hallelujah. Let, let me let me give you some synonyms. Some synonyms. Synonyms to see if this see if this arouses you. Some of y'all ain't been aroused yet. Some of y'all, you're going to look in 2022 and it's the same as 2021. Because you got to get excited. I said you got to get excited. Papa Hagen, Kenneth Hagen said it this way. He said the word you get excited about is the word that comes to pass in your life. He said it's the word you get excited about is the word that comes to pass in your life. If you never get excited about a word, it'll never come to pass. <laughs> Glory to God. Here's some synonyms. Amazing. Here's, here it is, that word again, astonishing. Astounding. Awesome. Awful. And don't think of awful a negative connotation. It means full of awe, causing awe. Eye-opening. Eye-opening. Eye-popping. Fabulous. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> it's going to be a fabulous year, Deke. Well, you say it every year. My life ain't changed. That's your fault. That is your fault. Because 2021 was not rough for me. 2021 was better than 2020, which is better than 2019. Why? We're walking with God, baby. We're walking with God. We don't go backwards. We don't diminish. We don't, we don't decrease. Hallelujah. Fabulous. Marvelous. Miraculous. Staggering. Good God Almighty. The number's going to stagger you. Y'all ain't saying, boy. Y'all going to make me sit down on y'all. Staggering. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what would stagger you. <laughs> Staggering. Stunning. When you stun, you almost you paralyzed. You just like gotta stop in your tracks. Surprising. Surprising. Wondrous. This is gonna be a year of wonderful works. Wondrous, surprising, stunning, staggering. Marvelous, miraculous, fabulous, astounding, awesome, eye-opening, awful, amazing works. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I can hardly wait to wake up in the morning. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. So God is interested in doing wonderful works. If you were to look at Psalm number 107, 
four times in that one psalm. Says, oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Somebody called it up. Oh, that men would give thanks. King James says, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Which means God has always been in the business of doing wonderful works. But this year is going to be a highly concentrated time. I, I, I think y'all missed what I said. He's always been in the business of doing wonderful works. But this year is going to be a highly concentrated time of wonderful works. In other words, uh, you, you may not be able to handle this. Wave after wave. While you're praising God for one wonderful thing, you get a phone call, come in. While you're testifying about one thing God has done, someone else will write your letter and say, I'm coming home now, I'm coming home, I'm tired of running. Many wonderful works that God will do in a, in a highly concentrated time. And he said, all oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, wonderful works to the children of men. That means y'all gonna, 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 gonna have to get your praise uh, your praise motor going. I say you're gonna have to get your praise motor going. I say you're gonna have to get your praise motor going. Because these wonderful works are gonna start happening back to back to back to back to back. One on the heels of another. Every time I turn around, he keeps on blessing me and blessing the city and blessing the field and blessing when I come in and blessing when I go out and everywhere I look around, blessing on blessing and blessing on blessing. Wonderful works. Expect 2022 to be a year full of wonderful works. Did you hear what I said? Expect 2022 to be a year full of wonderful works. Help me out. Everybody say it. I expect 2022 to be full of wonderful works. Now this time say it not for me. Say it for you. I expect 2022 to be full of wonderful works. When you really, really expect wonderful works, it will stir up and arouse a wonderful praise. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his wonderful works of the children of men. You have to really get used to praising God on a different level. They got a song that said an incredible God deserves incredible praise. I want to tell you, a, a wonderful God deserves a wonderful praise. A wonderful God who always does wonderful works deserves a wonderful praise. Your little, little that, 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 that is a low faith praise. That's a low expectation praise. When you really expect God, 
this is me and you. When you really expect God to move in your life, you get past your little wig. You might have it hitched in, but it might come right back out. Just pick it up and just re-hitch it. Because God has been so good to me, I got to give him praise. I'm not concerned about how I look. I'm not concerned about how I sound. I'm not concerned about what you think. I serve a wonderful God who does wonderful works in my life. And I want to give God a wonderful praise. Right now, I give God a wonderful praise. Right now, I give him a wonderful praise. Because I'm expecting God to do wonderful works in 2022. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> now I understand you got to build your faith for this. You got to build your faith for this. But you better build your faith real quick. You got you got about three hours and eight minutes to build your faith for this. Because the train is going to move. The wonderful train is about to take off. The wonderful train is about to leave the station. And the ticket you got to have is faith in your praise. I got my ticket in my hand. I'm going to board that train. That train of glory. Now, when you have an expectation of wonderful, it stirs up a different kind of praise in you. I want you to look at Psalm number 111. Psalm 111. Psalm 111. Verse 1 through 6. Look at this. Psalm 111. I got to have a wonderful praise. Because I want wonderful things to happen. I'm expecting wonderful things to happen. Look at this. Psalm 111, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm going to help some of y'all quiet, reserved people who know. I, no, I, I praise at home. See, I don't like to do that in front of everybody. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly. I'm going to start over. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in. Don't lie to me telling you praise God real hard at home. Oh, I go wild at home. No, you don't. No, you don't. Oh, I go crazy at home. No, you don't. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. No, ain't no, ain't no praise at home. Mm -mm. No, he said, I will praise him with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright. 
and in the congregation. So you can't be too bashful, too shy, too timid. I, wanna, I, I can't sing that well. Make a joyful noise for the Lord. All ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness. You just shout unto him with the voice of triumph. You ain't got to be on the right key and the right tune. My, my family last night, we had, we, everybody practicing their dance. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. Some of y'all need to go home and when you get home, practice your little dance with your little two-step. We got to, we got to, we got to, we got to get this. Some of y'all don't dance. Just... No, you need to practice your dance. You, you might need to dance before the Lord every once in a while. Some of y'all never moved your feet outside the club. In the club, you was doing the Holy Ghost, the juke, and the, and the twerk, and everything else, but get in church. And can't move. Verse 2. Oh man. The works of the Lord are great. Studied by all who have pleasure in them. The works of the Lord are what? Great. Studied by all who have pleasure in them. God wants us to study his works. When God does some supernatural work, study it. Look at what he's done. His work is honorable and glorious. And his righteousness, come on. Watch verse 4. He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. Boy, God's going to do some stuff so wonderful in your life, you ain't going to forget. There's going to be some unforgettable things happening in your life that you're going to just be telling people about the rest of your life. The rest of your life, you'll be talking about 2022. I said, the rest of your life, you'll be talking about 2022. I said, the rest of your life, you'll be talking about 2022. I'm waiting on somebody to catch up. The rest of your life, you'll be talking about 2022. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Verse 5, he has given food to those who fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He has declared to his people, watch, the power of his works. Watch this. In giving them the heritage, that word heritage, you could uh, swap it out for inheritance. So his works that you will see him doing this year supernaturally is giving you the inheritance of the nations. Oh, they'll catch it. We've been preaching a long time, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. I have news for you. It's turnaround time. I said it's turnaround time. And that which has been laid up, stuck in the hands of unrighteous people, is being turned around, swapped out, and put into the hands of those who trust in him, who fear him, who walk with him, who serve him, who hear his voice, who follow his word. And you'll receive the inheritance of the nations. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. Everybody say wonderful. 
Say wonderful works. works. You see that in verse 4? He has made his wonderful works to be remembered. Boy, hallelujah. Are y'all getting anything out of this? Wonderful works. A year of wonderful works. I'm telling you, your praise is going to be off the chain. Some of you, you might, you might get you a fresh dance this year. You might be dancing off step and out of beat, but all of a sudden the Holy Ghost is just going to take over your feet. Can, can I show you something? Turn, turn to Acts 2. I'm, 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 I'm going to show you how, how bad, I, I don't want to say that, how good this is going to be this year. In Acts 2, look at verse 4. Oh, Jesus. Let me get there. Praise God. I'm trying to finish this tonight. Acts 2, verse 4. Look at this. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to do what? As the who? Is the Spirit gave them utterance. Are they speaking in tongues, right? Now watch, keep going, verse 5. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them speak in his what? Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born, Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them speaking in our own tongues, the wonderful works of God. Oh, yeah. When the Holy Ghost filled them up, they were testifying about the wonderful works of God. Somebody, God's going to hit your life so strong this year. You're going to testify in tongues. Y'all didn't get it. I'm going to come over here. Somebody, God's going to mess your life up so good. You're going to come past. I got a testimony. You're going to say, I'm first giving up. I just want to touch about that. I just want to And I didn't have any credit. And somehow, they were speaking in tongues the wonderful works of God. Ain't many of y'all ever been that messed up. But when you try to testify, tongues kept coming out. But I'm telling you in 2022, 
I'll come over here. In 2022, God's going to bless you so good. He's going to turn things around so tough. He's going to turn things around so strong. You're going to try to testify in English and you just... try you don't try you don't try pastor the, the doctor said I had three months to live and then and Pass what you do, I'm testifying right now. The Lord's been so good to me. works of God. The wonderful works of God. In tongues. Come on, tell the truth. How many of y'all had that happen before to you? Just, you just got, you, things, just, things just hit so hard. You just, Some of y'all, you're going to be at, be at the altar getting married. Do you? Do you take him? Do you shut To have in the hole. I wish somebody to give God a big shout right now. Twenty-two be full of testimony in tongues. Hallelujah. 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 Things are gonna happen so wondrously. You gonna try to tell, just try to tell it, and you ain't gonna be able to tell it. You gotta to try to tell it in tongues. Somebody gotta to try to come give interpretation. 
Oh my. Somebody say wondrously. Joel 2, 23. Man, I got to hurry. Joel 2, 23. Hallelujah. Because God's going to move wondrously in your life. Because you remember when they, we just read Acts 2, when Peter was testifying, he's talked about this is that which spoke about a prophet Joel. They, they asked him to explain what's going on here. These people are drunk. He said, yeah, they're drunk, just not, not the way you think they're drunk. They on some other stuff. They, they on some other stuff around here. They on the Holy Ghost. Drinking of the new wine. May you drink of the new wine in 2022. May you drink of a greater level of anointing, a greater level of God's grace, a greater level of God's power, a greater level of God's joy in your life this year. May your joy overflow in 2022. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joel 2, verse 23. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. You ain't got to wait long. It's going to be the first month. The threshing floor shall be full of wheat, and the vat shall overflow with new wine and oil. Watch this, verse 25. Watch the turnaround here. Watch the turnaround. I will restore, so I will restore, so I will restore, so I will restore the years. You got to catch that. So he's saying in the first month, I will restore the years. Well, y'all are slow to do that. He said in the first month, I'll restore the years. Boy, y'all, y'all go. In the first month, you got it. In the first month, I will restore the years. That means God will give you a year's worth of turnaround all in one month. Don't matter 2021, 2020, and 2019, and 2018, 2017, and 2012, and 2010. You can, you can add them all up together. Because it said, when I get ready to move, when I say it's time, I'm going to give you in one month years worth of loss. That there'll be a sudden turnaround in your life. So I'll restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust. Uh, Miss, Miss Laquanda, this is what we would call recompense. The crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, my great army which I sent among you, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Watch this here. And pray. The name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be put to shame. No more shame. 
No more embarrassment. No more humiliation. For where your life has been. All, can, can you can y'all understand that? To have lost things over the years. And at one time. To get it all back. Now let me just do a survey because I'm, I'm, I'm not talking to 60% of you. I want to talk to the 40% of y'all. How many of y'all have lost some things over the years? The things, things the devil has stolen. They're just outright stolen from you. May I announce to you in the first month that God is restoring and he is turning things around for you and your life and you will praise God because he has dealt wondrously with you in the year of wonder, the year of wonderful works. May it all come back to you, rushing to you at one time. Give God a praise for that one. Now, sit down. Let me finish this real quick. The choir, y'all get ready to come back here. Yeah. Hallelujah. I might have lost some things, but it's all coming back. Might have had some things stolen from me, but I've, it's all coming back. Might have let some things slip even, but it's all coming back. Every sleepless night, every restless morning, every bit of family peace, it's all coming back to me. God will not be outdone by the enemy. I said God will not be outdone by the enemy. I said God will not be outdone by the enemy. And God is jealous for you. And the enemy had the audacity to mess with his child. God is not going to sit by let the devil get away with it. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me try to finish this here. Remember I shared with you uh, two Wednesdays ago from Isaiah 9, 6. Unto us a child is born. Yes. You remember that? Yes, sir. Unto us yes, sir. a son is given. Yes, born to Mary, but unto us. Yes. And then it said the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called a wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Y'all remember that? Yes, sir. And I dealt with this issue about him being called wonderful. Right. Now I want to make sure you remember now, wonderful here is not an adjective to describe his name. Wonderful is his name. It's not describing him or his name. It is his name. His name is wonderful. Not it's so wonderful. No, it is wonderful. It's one of his divine names just like counselor. Just like prince of peace. Just like everlasting father. 
His name is Wonderful. And if you remember, I took you back to Judges 13. So we started tonight. Judges 13. And I showed you how we saw this in spades. Are y'all back there? Now I want to just go through this story real quick and show you something here. Again, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines for 40 years. Now, there was a certain man from Zorah of the family of the Danites whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and had no children. Verse 3, and the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman. Now, notice the angel there is capitalized. Not an angel, the angel. So if, if you're a biblical student, you know that this is Jesus, pre-incarnate. Before he comes through Mary, it's Jesus showing up here. Several times in the Old Testament, we see Jesus showing up. And here he is showing up to this woman, the wife of Manoah. Watch this. Can you say turn around? And the angel of the Lord appeared to the woman and said to her, Indeed, now you are barren and have borne no children. So he, he identifies her present state. Indeed, now, truthfully, now you are barren and have no children. Indeed, right now, you're producing nothing. Indeed, right now, your business isn't going anywhere. Indeed, right now, your marriage is struggling. Indeed, right now, your ministry is failing. Indeed, right now, you have nothing going on for yourself. Now. That's your now. But he's Jesus. When he comes, he's bringing a turnaround. And he tells her, now you are barren. But I keep going. But you shall. Oh, my goodness. Somebody catch this here. I see you where you are now. But I'm not going to keep you where you are now. Anytime Jesus shows up, he's going to change the condition of your now and speak to you about things that shall come. Now you are barren, but you shall conceive. Now you are struggling, but you shall bypass. Now you are failing, but you, not, you shall succeed. Now when I show up, you are sick and dying, but you shall live. Oh, I want you to know Jesus Christ is showing up tonight. I want you to know Jesus Christ has shown up tonight. The angel of the Lord has shown up tonight. He's here to take your present condition, no matter how bad it may seem, and he's making a prophetic announce announcement to you that what you are, you shall not be. I don't care what you are. I don't care how things are going. It shall, in just about three hours, it shall not. I wish y'all would grab a hold of that. I'm telling you, by the time the clock strikes 12, everything in your life will change 
because we are stepping over, crossing over a prophetic line. I dare somebody just get up and just take a step. Just, I dare just get just, just take a prophetic step. I'm just, I'm gonna cross. When the clock strikes 12, I'm crossing a prophetic line. Now I am this, but I shall be that. Now I'm struggling, but I shall have peace. Now I'm in trouble, but I shall have joy. Now. Sit down, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Let me finish. Well, that, that didn't do anything. Yes, it did. You just stepped over. You obeyed the prophet. Now, but you shall conceive. And then he tells her, look at, look at this, verse 4 and 5. Now, therefore, please be careful not to drink wine or similar drink and not, not eat anything unclean. For behold, you shall conceive and bear a son. Now, she knows that already. He told her that. But he's telling her some more details. And no razor shall come upon his head, for the child shall be Nazarite to God from the womb. And watch this. And he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Now, what he's talking about here is you're going to have a turnaround. But your turnaround is bigger than you. I'll tell your neighbor, it's bigger than you. 2022 is bigger than you. It ain't just about you being blessed. Not just about you being healed. Not just about you coming up. It's about God using you to help somebody around you. God using you to be a blessing to the people around you. God using you to turn around a whole neighborhood, a whole city, a whole generation, a whole nation. It's bigger than you, baby. So that means when he gives this prophetic announcement, now it comes with responsibility. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Now you gotta be careful what you eat. You're carrying a prophetic baby. Don't eat just anything. You're carrying a prophetic child. Don't just drink anything. You got to guard what comes into your body because you're carrying something prophetic. You're carrying something that's going to change the world. Do you understand that about you? You are carrying something that God will use to change the world around you. So don't just put any kind of word in your mouth. Don't listen to just any kind of teaching. You got to get teaching of faith and the spirit that's going to build you up. And you got to protect that anointing, protect that gift, protect that ministry, protect that vision, protect that dream that's on the inside of you. And he said, and then when that child is born, don't put a, a, a razor on his head. This is a special child. Now protect that child. Because I'm going to use what I give you to bless the people around you. Tell your neighbor, it ain't just for you. It's for the people around you. Oh, yes, he's going to bless you big in 2022. But he's going to use you to be a black. Can y'all see y'all get quiet right here? You, you, come on, don't come on, don't get quiet. He's going to use you. To bless somebody around.
you. Are you willing to carry a baby that's not just for you? When, the, when they announced the marriage sheet of a baby, they also told her what the outcome was going to be. Your baby was going to suffer. And she, she was willing to carry that baby knowing this baby was going to be a blessing. Are you willing to fast and pray and sow for somebody other than you? All right, all right, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Okay. Now watch. Now let me go to verse 6. Verse 6. Then I'm going to skip, but we're going to finish this, Jesus. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be here to midnight, D. God, we started at 7 o'clock. We're supposed to be done early. Look at verse 6. So the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came to me, and his countenance was like the countenance of the angel of God. Very awesome. Awesome. But I did not ask where he was from, and he did not tell me his name. Now, Manoah then prays and asks God, let this man come back. He comes back. Drop down for the sake of time to verse 17, please. Verse 17. Hallelujah. And then Manoah says to the angel of the Lord, what is your name that when your words come to pass, we may honor you? Remember, his name shall be called what? Wonderful. And the angel of the Lord said to him, why do you ask my name, seeing it is wonderful. Wonderful is my name. This is Jesus talking. You ask him my name, why do you ask for it? Seeing it is wonderful. That's my name. Jesus gives this name way back here in the book of Judges. My name is wonderful. Full of wonder. Full of astonishment and amazement. <laughs> I do wonderful things. My name tells you what I do. Verse 19. Glory to God. So Manoah took the young goat with the grain offering and offered it upon the rock to the Lord. And he did a wondrous thing while Manoah and his wife looked on. He did a what thing? He did a wondrous thing. He did a wonder. And then he explains what the wonder was. It happened as the flame went up toward heaven from the altar. The angel of the Lord descended in the flame of the altar. Now he did this, and notice the Bible says, while they looked on. Which means, he's telling us that Jesus, you know, this is Jesus. He could have walked off. Remember, they didn't know where he came from. They didn't know where he was going. He just showed up. He walked up to her the first time. He could have just walked off. But remember, they just got a word. So what he's going to do is seal that word in their hearts with a wonder. He shows them something that is astounding, that is amazing, that is eye-opening, eye-popping. That then seals this prophetic word into their heart to know this is God. In other words, there are some things God has spoken to you over the years 
that you have been thinking, I'm not sure this is God or not. God is saying in this coming year, I'm going to do some wonders in your sight that will seal in your heart that you know that this is me. You're not crazy. It wasn't just you and it wasn't the devil. It was me. I'm going to do something so miraculous, so spectacular, so awesome, so eye-opening in your sight. It's going to settle in your heart once and for all that you heard God. Am I talking to anybody here tonight? So he, he didn't just walk away. He did this in their sight. It happened as the flame went up toward heaven from the altar. The angel of the Lord descended in the flame of the altar. When Manoah's wife saw this, watch what happened. They fell on their faces to the ground. When the angel of the Lord appeared no more to Manoah and his wife, then Manoah knew that he was the angel of the Lord. He knew. This was no regular man. When he saw what happened, he knew this was the Lord. Now watch this. I'm going to try to finish right here. And Manoah said to his wife, Manoah said to his wife, we shall surely die because we have seen God. He knows that no man can see God and live. That's how it's been ever since the beginning. And he says, oh Lord, baby, we're going to die. We saw God. Now what happens here? This is a fear coming in. He's seen something so astounding, so astonishing. Fear has come into him. And the devil wants to talk him out of what God has just spoken to him. And he says, now remember what's the word he just got? Your wife is going to have a baby that's going to save Israel. The devil tells him, you're going to die. But watch, watch wonderful wife. But his wife said, thank God for the wives. But his wife said to him, if the Lord had desired to kill us, he would not have accepted our burnt offering and grain offering from our hands. Nor would he have shown us all the things, these things, nor would he have told us such things at, at, as these at this time. Listen to me. I'm going to give you two reasons why you're not going to die anytime soon. You want to know the two reasons why you're not going to die anytime soon? I don't care what the doctor has diagnose you with or what the prognosis is in your life. I don't care if the new variant of COVID comes out and it says it's going to spread and it's going to kill 9 out of 10 people. You're going to be the 1 out of 10 that don't die. Two reasons why you won't die anytime soon. It's right in the scripture. Number one, your sacrificial seed is working. I said your sacrificial seed is working. 
Notice her reason. She said, if the Lord had desired to kill us or if we were going to die, he would not have accepted a burnt offering, a grain offering from my hands. They made a sacrificial seed offered to the Lord, and he accepted it. Every offering you have given has been accepted. Now, if it's been accepted, there's got to be a harvest that comes. And it's got to be a hundredfold harvest. And if you've not received your hundredfold harvest, you can't die yet. Three of y'all got that. I said, if you've not received your hundredfold harvest, you can't die yet. Mark 10, verse 29 and 30. Put it on the screen for me, please. Mark 10. He says this. So Jesus answered and said, Assurely, 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 I assure you that there is no one who has left house, come on, or brothers, come on, help me out, or sisters, or father, or come on, or what? For my sake, keep going, keep going. Who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this? You gonna get it over here. You can't die till you get it over here. Y'all ain't said nothing, boy. Y'all ain't said nothing. You missing. You missing. You missing. You don't understand the power of your seed. If God accepted your offering, then your offering is going to keep you alive. Because Jesus promised you now in this time a hundredfold. Not the tenfold. Not the thirtyfold. The hundredfold. And though you've got a little bit of kickback from God, the hundredfold is still out there. So you ain't supposed to die till you get your hundredfold because he said now in this time and in the world to come, the age to come, eternal life. Now, I, I, I'm just, I'm just going uh, to make an educated guess. Ain't none of y'all got your hundredfold yet. I know that's not good English. Ain't now one of y'all got your hundredfold yet. So you can't die. Tell your neighbor you can't die. You got to get your hundredfold. And it has been preached by Apostle Derva that it's on the way. The hundredfold is on the way. I believe 2022 is going to be a year of hundredfold return coming to the body of Christ. You've sown, you've labored, you've helped people, you've left your home, left your family, you've gone and you've gone and crossed over the water, across seas, and fed people. The hundredfold gotta come to you. Got a body your bed and help folk? The hundredfold gotta come to you. Reason number two. She said, she said, nor would he have shown us all these things. He's saying we're going to die. She's saying no. We can't die. Because if we were going to die, he wouldn't have shown us all these things. Nor would he have told us such things as these at this time. The second reason you can't die is because every prophetic word and vision must come to pass. You better catch that. 
every prophetic word and vision must come to pass. So if there are things God has shown you, if there are things God has told you, you can't die yet. If he were going to let you die, he wouldn't have shown you these things. Numbers 23 verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said? And will he not? Or has he spoken? And will he not make it good? Now, just, just ask you, has God shown anybody anything? Has God told anybody anything about your future? That prophetic word is upholding you. That prophetic word is sustaining you. That prophetic word is keeping you alive because God will not let things in without his word. He said all of heaven and earth will pass away before I let one jot or tittle of my word fail. Isaiah 55 verse 11. Isaiah 55 verse 11. Close it right here. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish that what I please, and it shall prosper the thing for which I sent it. So if you got a word on your life, if you have a prophetic vision from God, if God has ever shown you anything, that's why some of y'all COVID hit you and it couldn't kill you. It couldn't, it couldn't kill you. Just cough that mess up and keep on going. Just, <laughs> it can't kill you. There's too much destiny on your life. Too much purpose, too much prophetic word on your life. And it can't kill you. Judges 13, 24. So the woman bore a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. He thought they might have died. She said, no, we can't die till it's come to pass. I don't know who it is. Somebody put a song out and say, you're going to live to see it happen. Tell your neighbor, you're going to live to see it happen. Whatever God showed you, whatever God told you, whatever God has promised you in your life, you're going to live to see it happen. It shall come to pass. One day you'll say, this is that which is spoken by the prophet Pastor John. In this year of the turnaround, it's going to be a year of wonderful works in your life and God's going to get all the wonderful praise he deserves. Do you all agree with that tonight? Why don't you give God a big praise and say, Lord, I received that tonight. I received that word. It's my year. It's the year to turn around. Everything is about to change. Everything's turning around in my life. Everything's turning around in my life. Nothing will stay the same. Nothing will ever be the same. In about two hours and 22 minutes, you're going to cross over into a year that you will never, ever forget. 
to those who receive it, I'm excited for you. It's going to be some Wednesday night testimony services. I just want to praise God for Lord. I was sick and he healed my shaka. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The devil attacked my mind, but oko shata la la ba 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 kasa tata. God's doing supernatural things. Turn around in your life. Amen. Father, thank you tonight for the word. Thank you for the prophetic promises. Thank you, Father, that you don't play any games. You don't waste any time with us. And God, what you've spoken, you shall do it. What you've decreed, what you've promised, it shall come to pass. No word shall come to you, return to you void. But Lord, this shall accomplish that with that which you please and prosper the thing to which you sent it. And so your word will come to pass in our lives. You will do it. We expect this year, 2022, to be the best year we've ever had. That God, you shall do extraordinary things, wonderful works in our lives and through us such wonderful work that it will not only change our lives, but God, you'll use the things you do in us, for us and through us to change those lives around us. We believe you that the city of St. Petersburg shall experience a turnaround. In the name of Jesus, that wickedness and evil that have been pervasive in this city Murder that has been increasing, it shall turn around. Addictions that have been increasing, it shall turn around. That those who have walked away from families, families shall be turned around, God. That those who have walked away from the church, that they shall turn around and the church shall turn around that the church in St. Petersburg will not operate in fear but in faith and in power and see the goodness of the Lord moving. Thank you, Father, that even as they have claimed that the church's people are falling away and not returning, we claim a turnaround. That people will come in droves, in masses, all ethnicities, all kinds, all colors, from all backgrounds. And be born again. God, we believe you, Lord, that you'll do something supernatural. Thank you for this year of bypass. Taking us around some things that would be in our way. Obstacles the devil's putting in our way, traps. You're taking us around those things. Father, we just pray that these, your people, will by faith lay hold on all the things you have for us to experience in this coming year. We thank you. We grab a hold of it. We receive it now. We give you the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Once again, give God a Father.